Yo, what's going on? Is your boy Bromar back here again with another episode? And I know it's been a hot minute since the last time I have uploaded something with this topic. I'm gonna lead into exactly why I have taken a long break and perhaps why I take really long breaks sometimes. So, um, before we get into it, let's establish a couple things here just so you can understand exactly where I'm going with this and where this is coming from. So, as you know, I have talked about the red pill space a couple times here on the show and it's really tricky now to consider which podcasts are part of the red pill space or manosphere space because majority of them have started to follow this same formula where they basically bring a whole bunch of women on the show. They can range from OnlyFans models, influencers, porn stars. So, you know, just basically gals that you would see online, maybe e-girls, streamers. But nine times out of 10 is OnlyFans models and porn stars that are on the show. And you start to notice that it is a very lucrative space. It's basically a grifting space is what it is. You have content creators, mostly men, spew out a couple talking points about how modern women are this, modern women are that, almost to the point that it's complaining about them, but it is what it is. And then they bring on a whole bunch of women on the show, pretty women on the show, OnlyFans models. And the main common denominator here is that they are basically appealing to miserable, lonely men. That's their target demographic. And so with this, other podcasters starting following that same trend. Uh, Example could include, let's see, the Whatever Podcast. Yeah. And the reason why I mentioned specifically this podcast is because Destiny, who happens to be a gamer slash Twitch streamer, he is now filing for divorce with his wife, Melina. And if you didn't know, Their marriage was pretty much an open marriage and the red pill space made fun of him for that. And so Destiny came into the space challenging their talking points, etc. Whatever the case may be. All right. So the red pill space right now is eating it up. But Brian from the Whatever Podcast started making fun of Destiny because of how things turned out with the marriage. And you have a gal by the name of Lauren De Laguna who basically exposes Brian from the Whatever Podcast, stating that, yeah, he's out here making fun of Destiny. Meanwhile, Brian is trying to unsuccessfully hook up with all the girls that he brings on a show. And the worst part is, is that a lot of the girls pretend to flirt with him just so they can be back on the show. And then all these pretty girls fly over to Florida, make fun of him, and the DMs he sent those girls. And apparently they make fun of him about his belly and the dandruff he has. And she finishes the whole tweet off saying that at least Destiny got married and that Brian can't even get laid. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know exactly what triggered her to say that. I really don't know. Uh, maybe she's really close with Destiny. <sighs> Don't really know the Lauren chick like that, but shout out to Tree of Logic for covering this story more into detail. That's kind of how I found out about this story. I saw this YouTube title and I was like, "Hmm, let's see what kind of drama is going on today because, you know, your boy's running low on content here. That's why I haven't posted anything for the last couple months. All right. Well, there's also another reason why. 
and I'll tie this in perfectly to what I'm talking about here. But yeah, Tree of Logic covered this more into detail. And I mean, it seems a lot like a Harvey Weinstein situation that Brian is attempting here. And (laughs) I'm sorry, but the look that he has right now just doesn't match the opinion. He has the, uh, what's it called? It's uh, red pill spaces like to use this word to people that don't agree with their opinions, specifically men. Oh, yeah, the soy boy beta cuck look. (laughs) And Brian from whatever podcast has exactly that look, all right? I know I shouldn't be attacking people's looks here. I get it. But so the reason why I wanted to bring this up Because I wanted to talk about a pattern that I noticed between these type of podcasts and the whatever podcast doesn't necessarily align itself with the red pill, but it spews out a lot of the talking points that the red pill does. So a lot of these manosphere or red pill content creators that are bringing all these women in talking about traditional gender roles and etc. That's another thing I noticed too, is now a lot of them are leaning more Republican, more like um, traditional gender roles. And I guess because it is election season, but there's more and more of these talking points being covered, being talked about, and a lot of these podcasts popping up and talking out those same talking points. And basically, the Red Pill podcast creators, they bring in all these pretty women in hopes of, well, of landing at least, you know, a lay with them. In which, I mean... Again, I don't know if it's really the right thing to do because you essentially are using your position of power. You're using your platform to hook up with these women, which sounds a lot like Harvey Weinstein. And these women are only here for one thing, which is the money. They know that these are lonely, desperate men who really can't get laid. I guess you want to call them the incel audience. Yes, they both are monetizing off these lonely, miserable men. And obviously the women are in there to get made fun of or kind of pretend to agree with these talking points just so they can get the subscriber base to subscribe to their OnlyFans. And then maybe the podcast host may ask a little something in return of like, yeah, you know, I heard you a OnlyFans model, not seeing your work, you know, and I was just wondering, you want to show that to me and you'll get featured more on the show. You can come back more frequently on the show in which you see where this is going. And I talked about it too. It's like the whole thing is not only just transactional, but it's like not genuine not 100% genuine yeah as I talked about how I went to a brothel I know (laughs) oh man but this is a routinely thing many of these podcast creators in that space do or at least try to do so that's a big trend I have noticed with podcast creators in that space and then the other thing the other pattern I want to talk about in which has to do with me and uh, I think it's time for me to come clean about this. So if you have been listening to my podcast for some time, if you noticed the times I took a break, not just like a week break, but like a month, maybe two months, maybe three months, around that time that I took some significant breaks from the show, your boy was getting late. (laughs) Your boy was either getting laid, was seeing somebody at the time, and the people that I was sleeping with did not know about my podcast at all and still don't know about my podcast to this day. 
I never told them I had a podcast. I never told them I was a podcaster. I just told them, hey, this is me. What's your name? Okay, nice to meet you. And then conversation gets going, etc. And if we feel in each other, things evolve a little bit more. You get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> your boy, throughout the times that he took a break, was either seeing somebody or was getting laid on a frequent basis. I wouldn't say on a regular basis, but like on a somewhat frequent basis. Because, you know, I mean, yeah, I got a little bit of like a hoe attitude, whatever the case may be. But I'm not like 100%, you know, full on like homo. mode. I got to have sex every day type thing. It's like, you know, like I'm kind of liking where this is going. Let's just see where it goes type thing. Basically, it's what it was. I wasn't taking it 100% too seriously, but I was also like, you know, was also giving it a shot to see where things might go. Kind of like a thing to learn about myself type thing, essentially. And then you notice majority of the podcasters in this red pill space, they produce what? Five to six episodes a week. It's like every day they have an episode. And sometimes they have two episodes in one day. So it's like between eight to 10 episodes a week that they produce. And they do this 24-7, 365. And Majority of the time, it's like every day, women on the show. Every day, women on the show. And again, it's the same type of women typically. OnlyFans models, porn stars, maybe Instagram models too. So you start to see a big trend here. Because your boy here is looking for these type of chicks in public. And I'm having a hard time finding these type of chicks in public. (laughs) These OnlyFans chicks, these porn stars, it's like... Something's not adding up because when I'm out in public, I find some regular chicks and the regular chicks are great. And in my mind, it's like, 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 where are they saying that about modern women? Like, I'm just, I don't know. This chick I was just talking to the other day seemed pretty friendly to me. She seemed cool. Like, she don't seem like she got OnlyFans or anything. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is, it's just something's not adding up about that whole thing. So that's why, like, I can't take that space very seriously. And so now that I'm seeing things a little bit clearer, it's like, hmm, maybe that's why they're bringing those OnlyFans chicks because they are the ones that want to smash them, even though they claim that they're 304s and that they're not wifey material and et cetera, yet they're out here messing around with them. Look, I would love to mess around with the OnlyFans chicks too. Don't get me wrong. But one thing that I actually want to make sure of when it comes to that is We got to be feeling each other, you know? If she ain't feeling me, then I'm not going to have a great experience. Or at least the best experience. You can still have a good experience, but it's not going to beat the experiences you had with people that actually liked you, that cared about you, or, or even turned on by you. And perhaps they really don't care if the women are attracted to them because, I mean, it's like all they care about is that she's pretty and that's it, right? And maybe this is because, again... I I had a different experience than those other content creators. Like, let's even trace back to the times I took the long breaks. So the most recent one that I've taken so far, which I think this is the longest break I have ever taken of the entire Bromar show, which is three months, came back shortly around September, and then almost another three months. (laughs) So six months total. I did not do a show. And what's funny is, and I was very open about this. So it was around the time that I went to Vegas and I visited a brothel, right? I came back, talked about my trip to Vegas. I talked about the brothel. 
And from there, I just never produced another episode for about three months. And then I came back again. Don't know if the Burmar show was going to continue like it normally does and took another break. The experience, it was great. It was nice. In fact, I would say it was even educational because I learned some tricks that I am like, you know what? I think you're right about this. I should try this on another woman the next time I get to hook up with another woman. And it gave me a little bit of a confidence boost when it came to, you know, sexual encounters. So it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not too freaked out if she asked me to go to her place or whatever the case may be. So it's like, all right, you know, at least I'll, I know what to bring up or what to, you know, attempt and even bring up more communication there too. So that's another thing I really learned while I was at the brothel. So like it wasn't all in all like a terrible experience. I would say it was a good experience because look, even though she was just doing that because she was getting paid to do it, at least I got taught some things. You know, that's a good thing to get out of. I was curious about Vegas, curious about this industry and I decided to give it a shot and it's like, okay, not bad. I mean, it's totally different from my previous sexual encounters, but majority of the sexual encounters I had were, again, from women that were interested in hooking up with me. I wasn't just going to hook up with somebody that wasn't necessarily interested, no matter how good looking she was. It's like, it would kind of hit you pretty hard too. You will kind of get depressed or you would get angry, you would get mad. And you're like, man, I don't even want to know more just because of that. <sighs> you just kind of ponder about life or some shit. I don't know. That's kind of how I process rejection most of the time. It's like, oh, man, that sucks in my head. I'm just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but it, like the magic kind of dies and goes away. And it's like, huh, I guess, you know, she told me that she doesn't want to do it. It's like, now I don't want to do it. Wow. That type of revelation. <laughs> it's kind of weird to describe that feeling, but. So yeah, I essentially brought up that story about Brian from the Whatever podcast attempting to Harvey Weinstein, uh, the woman that he brings on the show, because um, your boy did not once use the I have a podcast line to get laid. <laughs> All of the women I hooked up with during the span of the Bromar show have no idea the Bromar show exists. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's great. Meanwhile, people in the red pill space, they're bringing all these women on the podcast 24-7-365 and aka Brian from whatever podcast attempting to bring women to their room in hopes of getting them more frequently on the show. (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, obviously they're there for the money and not necessarily for Brian. And look, look at him now. These women are making fun of him. Because of just how weird and cringy he is. And that's the worst part too. These women fly out to Florida, have like a little girl's trip, make fun of him about his belly fat and his dandruff. And another thing too, not necessarily nothing wrong with it. Okay, as long as you're responsible and take care of yourself. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that people just, they're shaming this. This is why I can't stand this community. They're shaming the people the women that I'm actually looking for and interested in, which is hoes. <laughs> and this space does not have the balls to call them hoes. They call them 304s. It's like, what a geeky, corny way to call a woman a hoe. At least call her a garden tool or something. <laughs> this is why this space is starting to piss me off a lot because I've noticed a lot of women just aren't doing that anymore now. They have become aware that 
This space is shaming them. It's shaming them for having too many partners, for having a lot of casual sex. And it's like, yo, I want to be part of this action too. But I can't be part of this action if these women are hiding away from y'all. Because y'all are shaming them. Gosh, I, I don't want to bring this movie into this, but what was the movie name? It was a guy where uh, apparently his girlfriend comes back and she says that I'm ready to, you know, settle down or some shit like that. And then he says, I don't think I can anymore. I actually have a girlfriend right now. And she's like, well, whenever this is over, like uh, I'm ready. And and he's like, I don't think this is going to be over. And I said, like, well, what do you mean? Like, I mean, she starts kind of going a little, you know, sentimental about it. And it's like, well, the guy says, it didn't take me a whole experiment to figure out that I love you type thing, which is true. I do agree. I would actually see it as of, ah, because one huge thing I would say, and look, sex is not everything in a relationship, but it is a lot of things because I was also going to bring up the, uh, the talking point that the red pill space likes to use, and that is that women don't need to orgasm to reproduce. And it's like, you're right, but you want to have more than one kid? You want to have more than two kids? You're going to have to make her come because that's what will get her to stay. If you want her to stay, you want her to do whatever you tell her to do, make her come. (laughs) Oh, man. It's, I'm just saying. And again, I'm not the best at this thing either. But like, at least I'm starting to pick up and say, "Mm, I I don't know what they're preaching if it's correct. I think there's something missing there. I didn't mean to go into this long rant about this thing. All right. But I think it is important to experiment. But obviously, experiment before you get into a relationship. Okay. That's actually what I would advocate for. Or I guess you can also experiment in a serious relationship too, I guess. But Just get to know yourself for a little bit, all right? Put yourself first for a moment. Jesus. And I think this is what a lot of people in this space struggle to comprehend. And that is that for a brief moment, just put yourself first. Just for a brief moment. Because the whole entire, like, trying to get their money up, their looks up, their status up, they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it for the women. And specifically, these OnlyFans models. And if OnlyFans models, all they seek for is money and status and fame, then it's like, what's the point? Are you going to be cool with that? I mean, at that point, y'all trading money and fame. So it's like, that's the only thing of value there in that relationship, you know? So you, you can see like, it's almost like a void that both parties here try to fill in. So, all right, you know what? I'm going to just stop right here and call it a quit for this episode. I'm going to upload another episode soon. And this has to do with the GTA 6 trailer. And apparently guys like Andrew Tate and other conservatives are mad about this, which um, it's kind of weird that they are. But it's just me basically reacting to the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. Uh, I have it somewhere already recorded and etc. So I just have to finish it up editing it right after I finish uploading this. So that's going to do it for me. Thank you again, and I'll see you in the next one.